Money makes the world go round. As a licensed financial advisor, I can tell you it's true. Because of that, so much of who we are is linked to money. Our fears, our goals, our mindsets, and yes, our personal stories. That's what this podcast is all about. Me and some friends of mine sharing the origins and ongoing chapters of our money stories. Hey everybody out there in Facebook, on Instagram, and anyone listening to the Money Stories podcast. Thanks so much. I'm Pat Conta, and I have a story to share with you. A story about a huge part of my life that has taken many twists and turns over the last 365 days with a new one happening earlier this week that I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about. So if you've known me for more than five minutes, you know that I'm pretty obsessed with movies and I have been ever since I was a kid looking up at the silver screen and seeing Michael J. Fox jump into a DeLorean and travel through time pretty much cemented that I wanted to be an actor from a pretty young age in my life. And it pretty much followed me right up until I actually tried becoming a professional actor and realizing hmm, maybe it's not quite for me, <laughs> but my love of movies has remained. As a matter of fact, I still do weekly movie reviews for the local TV affiliate here, Your TV North Bay. I do them every week and I love them. They're a huge part of it. A lot of people actually know me from them. They actually see me around town and they'll say, hey, I love your reviews. That means a lot to me. Um, I've always been obsessed with the world of movies. And as a matter of fact, I actually spent a few years working for Galaxy Cinemas here, which is a, a theater owned by Cineplex, Canada's largest theater chain. And I got to tell you, I loved working at, uh, at Cineplex. You know, I, I like being an usher. I like the people I worked with. I like the people I served. No, really. <laughs> I really did. I loved the job, mostly because I got to participate in what I feel is the penultimate night out experience, you know? You know, going to the movies isn't just an outing for a person like me. I, I feel like there's something larger happening. It's an experience. It's an event. It's something to be celebrated. I And I loved being a part of that in even a small way. Free movies didn't hurt <laughs> either, obviously. But I was contributing to someone's magical night. Um, because that's, that's what movies are to me. They're still magical. And that's the way they should be experienced through magic, you know? Now, not long ago... Cineplex announced that they'd entered into a deal that would see the UK-based Cineworld PLC purchase them for what I believe was estimated at about $2.8 million, $2.8 billion, excuse me. Change that M to a B, changes the whole situation. <laughs> now, I was a little disappointed when I heard the news because, you know, I like the fact that Cineplex was a Canadian company and it was our brand, right? Our brand of movie cinemas. But also it meant that the movie industry was going to be one step closer to a monopoly here in, in Canada, which, you know, I don't think should be happening in any industry. I don't think one company should hold all the cards. So, hey, if you have a smaller theater in your community, please go and show them some love any chance that you can. OK, but at the same time, I understand the movie theater business, you know, and big or small, it's it's hurting right now. Um, the proliferation of on demand home streaming services and, you know, movie studios increasing the demand for their share of the ticket profits, which is a big reason, by the way, if you don't know, that's a big reason why a lot of movie companies or a lot of movie theater chains seem like their concessions are more expensive. It's because 
they they're not making money on movie tickets so they have to increase the cost of their concessions but it's also the reason why you've seen a big proliferation of of movie what i call gimmicks right so stuff like 4d stuff like serving alcohol at the theater the dining experience or the the moving chairs all of that stuff it's it's all part of ways to draw people back into the movie experience which you know is great for especially for a guy like me because i'll go see a movie no matter what but you're gonna add in a plush chair or like a 4d thing where stuff's popping out the screen at me cool i'm there i'll pay double for that ticket (laughs) now back in march of course just like any business that was affected by the pandemic and COVID, some changes had to be made and they had to close all 164 of their theaters. Now, not closed for business completely, but just meant that they had to shut down for the main, uh, for the time being, which made sense because most of the major movie companies weren't putting out movies, right? All these big titles have been pushed back now, so we're not going to see them for a little while They're Everyone's kind of fighting to stay afloat. And it was a bummer. Because, you know, I love going to the movie. So the fact that that got taken away from me, it really bummed me out. It was, I, didn't, I didn't feel good about it, to say, to say the least. But here's the thing. You know, Cineblex, for the last three months, has been kind of fighting to stay afloat because obviously they've had zero business coming in. They do have, ironically enough, a home, a home on-demand service that they've been using. But actual physical theaters themselves have been struggling. And then they recently got dealt another serious blow the light at the end of the tunnel that they were trying to just survive to get to had been snuffed out because cinewood with cineworld has backed out of their original deal and they said that cineplex breached their contract now cineplex's claim that cineworld has breached their contract and it looks like that's going to be a long legal battle now so another hurdle another obstacle for them to overcome not good stuff right it's a huge, huge bummer, but I see, the, I understand why Cineworld is trying to back out of it, right? You were going to cut this deal for $2.8 billion and now suddenly there's a pandemic and it looks like the movie industry is not as healthy as it used to be. Now may not be the time to be throwing your cash around when it comes to an industry that's been hit the hardest by this pandemic. I understand where they're coming from, but it's still a little bit of a bummer. And it certainly feels like a real kick below the belt for Cineplex who had this deal. And now Cineworld is trying to back out of it. So what is Cineplex doing in response to this? They're opening up their doors. June 26, they are reopening theaters across the nation, showing select classic movies until major releases start trickling back in. Alberta is going to be where they start, which makes a lot of sense because Alberta has had the lowest rates of uh, COVID cases, right? Not as many COVID cases. So you're probably safe to start opening up there. And slowly it's going to kind of spread out from there. And Cineplex has also announced that they're going to be taking a number of safety precautions in order to keep guests and staff safe. What do those safety measures include? Well, they're going to reserve, have reserved seating in their auditoriums to keep social distancing consistent. They're going to stagger show times to decrease congestion in the lobby. Their concession registers are going to be limited to every second register and staff will be required to wear protective equipment. Okay. So looking at it, it looks like a pretty good plan on paper, right? But having seen how people behave at the movies for a number of years, I legit have some real concerns about this plan's ability to keep patrons safe from themselves. Okay. Reserve seating is nothing new. We have seen that for a long time in the movie business. And 
the problem I foresee is that movies aren't usually solitary events, right? It's meant for dates. It's meant for family outings. It's meant for friends getting together, right? Unless the plan is to physically block off the seats in the auditorium or place people, you know, or place a staff member there to be in charge of enforcing social distancing. I'm not sure that people are going to listen to that rule and they're just going to keep congregating next to one another, you know? Um, also speaking of the lobby and congregating, <laughs> although there is oftentimes some overlap between people leaving the theater and people coming into the theater, uh, most of the congregation is just from people all being there around the same time to catch the same movie, right? That makes the most sense, right? So we, why haven't we heard anything about, you know, a line system like they have in grocery stores or at the malls where people go in one end, they go to the next space and they have the social distancing. Now, maybe that's part of the plan. I hope it is, but we haven't heard that that is the case. We've just heard that we're going to open every second register. And I'll tell you something. When I was working at Cineplex, having all of the registers open did not guarantee that you would be having a less crowded lobby. As a matter of fact, it probably meant the opposite where lines would actually flow into the lobby and make things more congested. Good luck to the staff members that are going to have to keep control of those lines. It, you know, it was often difficult when I was doing it. I can't even imagine what it kind of challenged they're going to face during this time where social distancing is important too. I like the staff wearing protective equipment, though. That's good, as far as I'm concerned. Now, all of this is just to say that while I miss going to the movies as much as anybody, I can't help but feel that this is a desperate play for survival, which I want to state. I understand. I get it. I really honestly do. Cineplex has been hanging on throughout this pandemic with the knowledge that once the sale with Cineworld went through, they would be okay or at least be someone else's problem. And now... That plug has seemingly been pulled and maybe the only recourse they could think of was, Hey, look, we got to start up again. We've got to get some revenue coming in. I understand that. I really, really do. At least that's the way it seems to me. I could be totally off base here. I'm not an expert. I'm only giving you what I'm seeing from this story, what I'm reading into this story. And if it's true, it does make me sad, especially since I think that a few changes could actually make this plan work. Most of which I've already kind of talked about already, you know, making sure that that social distancing is kept in place by things, making, you know, maybe selling fewer tickets to the movies, right? Eliminating a few of those seats so that the social distancing is enforced a little bit more. So maybe these things are part of the plan and they've just been glossed over. I really, really hope that is the case. Okay. So why did I want to talk about this today? because I understand the tough financial position that Cineplex has been thrust into. Everyone's been hit hard during this pandemic. And for some, it's a matter of business survival to open up early, even if maybe they're not a hundred percent ready for it. I'm concerned about the health and safety of the movie going public while at the same time, trying to sympathize with a company that I respect and, and I enjoy working for and I want to see do well. The balancing act of wealth and wellness is a daily part of my job that is weaved into every client meeting that I take on. They can find the right balance. I'm absolutely sure they can. And I hope that Cineplex manages to find it because nothing would be worse for them than to open up only to be shut down again if a second wave were to break out. It could very well spell the end for them. 
And if that were to happen, I would hate for them to roll the credits well before the story is over. That's going to be my story today. I want to thank anybody who's been watching live on Facebook, live on Instagram, and listening to this podcast, the Money Stories Podcast. Your call to action today, go watch your favorite movie, man. They're still magical, in my opinion, and I, and I still want people to enjoy them to the fullest. That's going to do it for this, this Money Story. I hope to join you on the next chapter. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Have yourselves a great day, and uh, save a little bit of popcorn for me. Adios. Follow my ongoing money story on social media at Patrick Conta Advisor. Thanks for listening.